another episode of A Brother Squirrel. That's Jake. That's Bob. And today we're doing something slightly different. I have nothing. I'm prepping for another episode, so I have nothing. And that's why that's why our special episode that came out on Saturday came out on Saturday. I was actually going to push it to come out this week instead. Hey, Bob. Because I have nothing. Yes, Jake. Uh, you're going to be kind of pissed, but I left the hypotheticals up on the 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 bookshelf. It's like seven feet away. Give me just. Oh, a go second. get it. Go get it. <laughs> All right, there we go. So Jake was wanting to just kept asking, when's it going to be? When's it going to be? So I just posted it Saturday and this week. Thankfully, thankfully, Jake's here. I'm giving him all the control. Jesus, take the wheel. Jacob, take the cast. Just the setups on you. Everything's you're Okay, what are we doing this week? Oh, sorry. Hold on. I was... <laughs> you fucker! <laughs> I, was, I was reading... I'm trying to read one of the... Through the hypotheticals. Well, spoiler. Hypotheticals are on the menu. Okay. I think I found one. Just derailing the shit out of this intro, aren't you? Yeah, pretty much. All right. So, so Jake, what um, are we doing? So, I fancy myself an unofficial uh, advice slash storyteller guru. That would be the weirdest business card. <laughs> but it's true, you know, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, I know that you've mentioned before that you kind of sat back and realized that you've actually done quite a bit in life, but it's one of those things that uh, somehow I still remember most everything that I've done in life, and uh, I've done many, many things. Uh, on my end, I, di- I didn't necessarily forget everything, it's just, it's not readily available. I'll remember something when it's pertinent. But other than that, man, I have Freakazoid episodes to remember. It can get pushed to the back of my head. <laughs> well, so mine has been more just remembering experiences and times and people and that sort of thing for the most part. And so, you know, we kind of had this idea of, hey, why don't we kind of look at Reddit and find some some advice stuff? And I have to correct you on that. It actually what? was someone on Facebook that... Oh, was I wish it? I could remember who it was. Yeah, because I was asking some people in a Facebook. Well, there you group. go. Whoever mentioned it on Facebook, I, I can't you remember know what? Which person you're, it was, and I apologize. You're an okay person, but Bob has Freakazoid episodes to remember, exactly. and not your name. <laughs> and it was about a, almost a month ago. So shit. <laughs> so um, so yeah. So we figured that we would uh, that we would just kind of go through Reddit and find some questions. And then answer said questions. All right, so we're going. Even though s- most likely it'll probably be me, but well, we have a, we have a debut. Hey, just because I'm not all that great in the relationship side doesn't mean I can't give advice. People Truth. still come to me for all that shit. I uh, all right, so we'll go back and forth. I've I've found some questions related pertaining to relationships. Jake's found a lot pertaining to men related stuff, and as he's already said by breaking up our intro he's got a close to rentment thingy because we haven't wrote that in almost six months so. that's a d that's a d that needs writing so um sure <laughs> <laughs> hey dude look some of our best bits came from the cloister d so some of our first bits some of our best bits wizard puppy mills and feng shui skulls bob okay i relent i relent all right, Bob. So, do you want to hit me with one, or you yeah, want to? I'm going to hit you with this one first. All right. It's asked by Reddit user Peruvian Mama Throw. What the <laughs> fuck? 
okay. When should I tell my husband I'm pregnant? Hi, all. My husband and I have been trying for six months, and I just got a positive pregnancy test. We're planning to renew our vows on Saturday. Wait. How long have they been married that they need to renew their vows? Okay, so here's the thing. If there's someone, let's say if they're within the first three years of marriage, and it's like the first child and they're already renewing, who fucked up in that relationship is what I want to know. My question is, if you haven't been married at least ten years and you're renewing, what fucked up in your head? Yeah, either somebody really screwed up or they're just so saccharine it hurts. Okay, should I wait to tell him the day the vows are renew, uh, day of the vow renewal, or tell him today? He's a huge soccer fan, so if I tell him today, I'm gonna wrap the baby up. Ba- <laughs> I'm gonna wrap the baby up. <laughs> I'm gonna, oh God, I'm gonna wrap the baby. Uh, I'm gonna wrap baby soccer shoes and regular shoes. And why are there baby soccer shoes? Why would you give something whose primary movement is kicking upward cleats? <laughs> You're giving them spiked shoes. Oh God! I just hope I hope it's just shoes with soccer balls on them. In a regular shoe box, if I wait till Saturday, I'll just give him a personalized jersey with Poppy on the back. Spanish for Daddy. He's Hispanic. That it was a parenthetical. What do y'all think? <laughs> and apparently she already did the shoe thing. But no, my full thing is just tell him. All right. You know what the best time or like when should you wait to tell him before you're fucking crowning. Sometime between you found out and you are crowning that you should tell him this. Preferably closer to the first part. It's not like you've been wanting to have the baby. You don't have to make some grand spectacle because I'm sorry. Looking at this, it seems like it's some grand spectacle. They love spectacle, which is why they're renewing their vows when they're only 28 and 27 respectively. Ugh. Oh, yeah. I should have told you that. Yeah, it's... She, female 28, he, male 27. Here's the thing. Okay, so I will make the case that she should wait for one reason. Because just because she has a positive pregnancy test doesn't mean that she goes to the doctor and the doctor's going to be like, yep, you're pregnant. Because she could still not be. She could just have some sort of hormonal imbalance that popped up and that's what caused it. Or she could have been taking medication of some kind. Which, you know, maybe she does have a hormonal imbalance if they're already renewing their fucking (laughs) vows. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's what's that, getting me dude i oh i'm sorry what? i don't mean to make i don't mean to poke fun at you lady it's but this 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 is weird what like i'm assuming now maybe 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 just maybe they actually got married out of high school that can happen maybe if they yeah. have been together 10 years i completely take it back but you had you had it on the nose with, yeah you gave the proper assumption who fucked up who messed Seriously. up and how? I want to know this. I want to know how this person screwed up and which one of them was. Okay, let's head chop this, Bob. Okay, would, what did they do? Who would who would you think messed up and what did they do? Okay, so I'm going with her. The, the That's soft sexist. An- the, no, no. The soft answer <laughs> would always be him. <laughs> All right, yeah, would hey, that's what you were gonna uh, say? Maybe wasn't that's it? maybe that's why they're renewing the vows. Is he's always the soft answer? Ha cha 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 cha. That would be probably you know that'd be the answer to constantly trying. <laughs> oh, okay. well, obviously something worked if she had a positive pregnancy test. Unless you unless know, unless it wasn't Poppy. 
Uh, yeah, that, I'm that's saying, true. If, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not saying, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> you never know. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. So you think it was? <laughs> so you think it was her, huh? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with she effed up. Uh, what she did though? What did she do? Huh. So let's see. Did it say both of them are Hispanic or just him? Just him. Oh God! Are you but going to try I, to go freaking? Oh, are but you going? Then, I can't. Are you going to a place I cannot follow? <laughs> but then uh, it's a bridge to nowhere. Um, but uh, so, but her username had Peruvian in it, right? Yeah, Peruvian Mama, Mama. Throw. That. <sighs> gee, oh God! So maybe even, they're both South American. Well, no, she would have not even said anything. They would said he would she would have said where 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 Hispanic half man half Hispanic oh my god uh. <laughs> uh, he would have said we are all right I need to start saying that instead of trying to put emphasis on the we're because like keeps on sounding like a where so <laughs> anyway <laughs> hmm. she would have said we are Hispanic not he's Hispanic. No, I was just gonna say maybe they have to renew their vows because you know even when they're whenever they go to do the dirty, he still has the TV on in the background and all he does is watch soccer even while getting the dirty on, and that's why she would find somebody new and that the poppy might not be poppy. Ah, oh, it's gonna be a Jerry episode, or <laughs> at the very least Maury or whoever Maury is in about <laughs> ten years. Yeah, seriously, or Montel. Montel kind of went Montel's that way still too. Around? I get, I think so. Yeah, I believe so. Huh. But. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, even though this is posthumously answered, <laughs> yeah, you probably should have told him before it crowns. My answer, set in stone, that's when you should tell him. And that's a good answer. Yes, I pre-crown. Like <laughs> All right, Jake, like that was <laughs> hit, me, hit me with that rhythm stick. All right, Bob, when did you realize your social life sucked and how did you change it? <laughs> okay, so let's see what they go on. This is asked by... <laughs> Today throw away okay user today okay throw away said um let's see oh no these are answers never mind so he didn't even put anything extra it's just, just like, simple that oh well it's a yeah. it's a it's a simple okay I knew could you hit me with it just one more time for clarification when did you realize your social life sucked and how did you change it I remember in sixth grade oh yeah we're going back. I failed a few tests, and since Dad wasn't there to, you know, beat me for it, Mom grounded me from the phone. She soon realized that for a month I was grounded from the phone, and she soon realized the error of her ways. (laughs) Because the only person I ever talked to on the phone was when Grandma would call and I answered it, or when someone called and I answered the phone. I spoke to no one. To the to this day, I suck at phone conversations because I'm so ill-used to them. When did I change that? Spoiler, Jake, I did not. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's when I realized my social life sucked. Well, I guess you can say I sort of fixed it because when I moved out here, I actually started doing things. Right. But I haven't done anything for about a month, so... I'm saying I'm going back to square the first, so... Yeah, I didn't change it. You? <laughs> well, I don't know. I was always kind of the more social one of the three of us. Um, and it wasn't so much 
when my social life sucked, but more so when my self-confidence was shit. Oh, more fuck than you, Jake. It's like, but, yeah, it's not... It wouldn't be when my social life sucked. You can just stop right there, you jackass. Well, it never really <laughs> did, though. I was always the one going out and hanging out with friends and that sort of thing. Not you and Cody, so... You know, oh, yeah. that's, that's I, I don't know. not my a social life dig. has never sucked, so, you know, pshaw. It really hasn't. So, like, my social life has always been the Well, tits. what about when you were the house frau? Yeah, that did kind of suck. When you had, when your social life was driving down to Kentucky to pick me up to hang out with you for a couple months in, uh, freaking Missouri. That's true. How did you fix that? You drove <laughs> flat out away from that shit. <laughs> well, not just that, but I, uh, I had, uh, you know, once we moved back to Kentucky, I was like, I'm getting a job and got one within like the first two weeks of being back. And I'm like, hell yes, I get the hell out of the house. So, so yeah, that's, that's about it. Both have our side answers. Okay. Yeah. That was kind of a shitty time, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I bet it was. Man, there's a so. crack in my wall that looks like the one from Doctor Who. Sorry, I didn't mean to completely <laughs> downplay that. I just happened to notice this this painted over crack in the wall that seriously looks like the one from Doctor Who. That's funny. I want to touch it. Sorry, sorry. I just, sorry. <laughs> God damn it. So, sorry. I kind of deviated for a second. I no, you just you, something... you were on point. I No, like I said, I'm not responding because I just saw something on... <laughs> On Facebook, and I'm like, what the fuck? How dumb do you gotta be, dude? Facebook shit. Alrighty. <laughs> we have a legitimate question. You actually can you can actually help with this, and hell, so can I. Uh, Mike, our good friend Mike, the, oh, nice. the host of the party that we are, of the land party we were talking about last episode, asked us this question. Stuck in a dead-end job with no advancement opportunities, but can't afford the pay cut that would come from moving on. What do I do? This is a question we have had asked ourselves so many times, so, so, so many times, and Jake is currently working on. Yep. I had worked on. I'll let you tell yours first. No, go ahead, Bob. Oh, mine? Yeah. All right, I've touched on this a little bit, but never fully delved in. When I first moved out here to Utah, when I, well, second moved out here to Utah, when I moved back here in uh, 2010, the only job I could find was at a food court in a movie theater. The people were awesome. I love the... I still... Well, when we can hang out, I hang out with, like, a lot of people, a lot of the people I met there. So kind of like Walmart. Yeah, because the people made it good. But this job was minimum wage flat. As a grown-ass man with credit card debt up to his ass because he spent way too long without a job and could barely pay his credit card bills, I was fucked. So working barely minimum wage... For shittier and shittier people, for five years I was there almost, all right? No matter how many times people said I was the best at the job, I could never advance. Ever, ever, ever. And the final the final fucking nail in the coffin was at the, the day of a friend's wedding, I had an interview. And I knew I failed it because nobody gave a shit during it. So there I was just sitting at the wedding. It's like, man, this is fucked. A friend was there, and he was talking about how, like, his job is understaffed. He's like, are they fucking hiring? 
And that was Buffalo Wild Wings. Good God, did it suck. Uh, but Well, plus we were at that Buffalo Wild Wings. Me, you, and... Was it me, you, and Mom went and No, no, that's when we did. No, I was going to anyway, Jake. That was that was just... That was after the wedding. That was well after the wedding. Oh, okay. Because I was going to go there anyway to get an application. You just happened to want to eat there. So, I... Really, 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 really bad. Like, when I say bad, we're talking... This is the type of environment it was. One of the supervisors was a hateful little shit who hit on any preteen that st- that came in there to work. Never got fired. Nothing ever became of it. That's how bad that place was. So, said fuck it, went to Buffalo Wild Wings for about two months, and that slapped the taste of working with food out of my mouth because those people were such jackasses. So, I sent a text out to my friend Sarah, who who I worked with at the theater. It's like, hey, I knew she was working at this call center place. Like, are you guys hiring? Within two weeks, I had a job. I fucking don't hate my life. And I'm already a supervisor making a decent amount of money. I I am perfectly fine. So my mine was I've had a job like that. That was my I've had that job. And really, it was just blind, stupid fucking luck that I fell into something better. So get out there. And My advice personally is get out there and talk to people. Not searching for jobs. You can still search for jobs online and all that, but talk to actual people to try and get something better because your network's going to help you a whole lot better than a resume. What about you, Jake? Well, having worked with Mike, I know that the situation that he's in, and I know that where he works now is a call center. I won't drop uh, any like okay. business names or anything. Um, oh. But uh, I also know that... With his with his degree that he has, um, he's also one of those unfortunate people that has an uh, a bachelor's degree and can't get a job with what he has or oh, hasn't been able to get a job with feel, what he has. Know that feel. Yep. So mine, you know, funny thing is, I I'll, I'll tell a story about Mike. Do you remember whenever? When I was working at Walmart for like six months, there was that time frame, I think it was in 04, where I would go to work like Monday through Friday from like 5 a.m. to 2 in the afternoon. Mm, Do you remember that time frame? Yeah. Okay, so part of that was because the guy who used to work that, he got busted with like his third DUI and ended up in jail, and so they pretty much had to fire him because he couldn't show up to work. Um and so they kind of had a tryout thing, and uh, I I knew that it could have been mine. They had me, um, they had me working those shifts, and I know it had, it had upset Mike that you know I'd been getting a lot of those shifts, and he hadn't, you know, since he had more time and place and that sort of thing. Um, <clears throat> and I was even told by a few different people that you know. If I uh, interviewed it for it or asked for it, that it would totally be mine, right? So even though I could have had the the cushy the cushy morning schedule, I didn't do it. Um, and and I know it sounds kind of funny, but the big reason was uh, to me at that point, my friendship with Mike was more important than working mornings at Walmart. Yeah. Um, and I knew that if I would have done that, that you know that that could have just been one of those things that. Had uh had Poisoned would have had a negative impl- impact, yeah. Um, so I I know what kind of worker Mike is. I know that Mike has a work ethic in him, and you know, unfortunately, part of the problem is Somerset. Yeah. Um, that place 
and I know everybody says this about their hometowns. They say that, oh, hey, my hometown is a black hole. Um, it the really only way, is. Uh, the only way you could find more black holes is in even more rural areas of, like, Alabama or Mississippi. Um, no, there's probably worse. There's probably quite a few worse black holes because but, but the it thing is still a bit of a hub. Like, rural areas in the south, including Somerset, it, you just... You know, there's there's jobs and there's a the the cost of living is so low that the jobs don't pay crazy amounts. And so it's one of those things that you just get stuck. It's really easy to get stuck, which we both know. Uh-huh. Um, it took a hell of a lot to dig us out of there. Well, mom was basic a marriage got ruined, so mom was moving back. So I was like, hey, I ain't doing shit, might as well. Well, my and so for me. And it was about this time of the year, actually, funnily enough. It was about this time of the year back in 2011. I'd gotten a job at Amazon again, and I was going to be a picker. Um, again. What about a grinner? <laughs> no, you don't grin doing that job. Okay. Um, but please tell me you were at least a lover. Oh, of course. It's me. But a sinner? Um, yeah, oh, dude, okay, it's me. Okay, okay, okay. I just, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you at least um, three out of four. That's good enough. Granted, granted, my sinning has uh, tapered off, but anyway, um, so I'd started at Amazon, and it was a guaranteed forty hours making ten fifty an hour, and I knew that I would show up every day after that shift, and would just, I knew that I would want nothing to do with the outside world. Because I had worked picking before, and it is a rough, rough job. Then, I applied to Old Navy, the one there in Hamburg. Um, And then I ended up with a couple interviews there. So, I started there on April 29th of 2011. I gave up that guaranteed 40 hours a week and 10.50 an hour for 15 to 20 hours a week and 8 bucks an hour. Just because I knew that I would be less, suicidal is too strong of a word. I'm too egotistical to do that. But <laughs> it'd be less you know, shit, right? It, it, yeah, my days would. I would come home more happy. You know, granted, given who I was still married to and living with, that's you know relative. But I would at least, I would at least be in a, a better mood with what I was job wise. Yeah, and sometimes and, you will sacrifice financial gains for personal one. Yeah, and it was. It was a big sacrifice. I don't know if you remember, but, of course, she wasn't working. All we had was she was getting her um, $1,200 a month from her um, disability, right? Uh-huh. Which paid our rent. That's it. Like, where we were living there in Hamburg, it was like uh, almost $1,200 a month. Oh, yeah. In that townhouse. Okay, so everything else, it was on me. Paying all the other bills was dependent on what I made at Old Navy. Um. And needless to say, it wasn't enough. Um, it got to the point, I don't know if you remember, but I would have to hit mom up just so I could. Um, it started in like June or July of that year. Yeah. Uh, just so I could at least buy some eggs and then some pinto beans and cornbread. And dude, that's what I lived on. That's what we lived on. It was just pinto beans and cornbread and then some eggs, you know, for breakfast sometimes. Um, or oatmeal. Uh, so it was one of those things that, dude, I mean, every penny pinched the living hell out of. And that's another thing that caused me to stop smoking. 
because I also realized that I was taking, I mean, I had quite the nice Xbox 360 collection, you know, because I was a house for Al. Um, And so I had kind of the nice collection, but I was taking games to GameStop and selling them. Yeah, some of it was for, for food money, you know, but on top of that, it was also for cigarette money. And, dude, I finally hit a point where I'm like, dude, I'm no better than a fucking crackhead right now. Yeah. You know? I'm taking shit and selling it. I'm taking books to whatever that bookstore was there. Taking stuff in there and selling stuff. Just to help pay some for food, but, you know, cigarettes were a big chunk of that. And I had had enough. And I was like, you know what, dude? I'm I'm done. I have a three-day weekend coming up. I'm going to stop smoking because I'm sick and tired of wasting my money and feeling like a crackhead. Um, and haven't smoked since. That's like four and a half years ago. But, um, you know, uh, and that's the thing is Mike has his wife and his daughter to worry about also, you know. So it's 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 difficult to make those decisions. But, but yeah, if he, he can find some place where he'd have to pack his bags and move a bit, that might be for the best. But see, that's the thing. But I you think... can't when you're stuck in that horrible, when you can't get out of a hole, but you need to get out of that hole to get something better but you can't get out of the hole because you're stuck in the hole well plus i know i don't know how much it's changed but i know for the most part they had it they had it pretty good with like their house payment and that sort of thing like they had a pretty good hookup so it you know and i i'm not sure and i hate to speak but you know just from talking with mike i you know with his networking like richmond would probably the be the farthest north that his networking goes ah you know, because if you could get someplace like Lexington, then it'd be a little bit different. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things that it, it's hard to do, man, because you kind of it's almost like being in a uh, in an abusive relationship because you kind of just feel so beat down by a bad situation. That should be on the signs. Welcome to Somerset. <laughs> it's going to be like an abusive relationship. It is though, man. If you really think about it, it's like, you know what? You're getting paid just enough to keep you happy, but you know, well, keep you functional. Yeah. Um, unless, you know, he does like me and you were talking before the, before the, the open, you know, as bad as he may not want to do it, dude, look, you know what? If you're going to be miserable working a job, you might as well just go back to Walmart and try to be a manager because at least then you're going to be making enough money to where if you're going to be miserable, at least you're making money. Also, you know? another thing that kept me a little bit sane in the shitty job, side project. Yeah. You had a I lot drew, of side projects that you would start so up. much yeah. and I never got anything off the ground like... I really wish I ever did. I finally did it, but when Dragon Age Two came out, me and Red were talking about doing a comic where uh, our two hawks ran into each other. It was going to start by mind walking into. I was like, "How the fuck are we supposed to get them? They're two parallel universes, technically." Like, I don't know shit. Um, mind goes to what he thinks, uses what he thinks is a uh, a outhouse, and oh no, it's the TARDIS, and now he's in your universe. There, it's done. <laughs> But we had so much done up of it, and we never, it's probably my fault, never fully got it off the ground. But if you find, if you don't like your professional life, like your personal. Yeah. You have, if you have a content professional life and a happy personal life, you're officially Jesus. Okay? That's true. You're at that spot to where ain't nobody gonna slow you down, okay? It's and if you're at if you're your person if your professional life is one to where you're not fiscally fucked, 
And that's the very least. Like on like right now, if I can get my personal life not to suck ass, I'd be inc- I'd actually be happy for probably the first time in my life. Well, see, and I think that might be part of it because, you know, 10 years ago whenever we were all hanging out and drinking and, you know, sure Mike and April were married, but they didn't have Sophie and um you know, they didn't have their daughter in case you wanted to cut out her name because, you know, she's a kid. Um but, you know, things were different 10 years ago. It's easier to have that social life whenever you have less responsibilities than whenever everybody gets, you know, I, I know it sounds so cliche, but everyone grows up and kind of moves away. You know, I'm one of the people that moved away. And so it's like those those social circles get smaller and smaller. And that's one of the things that I've always struggled with the most out here is that I don't have that social circle. Uh, my social circle is 2,000 miles away. You know, sure, I have plenty of people that I work with here. And, you know, anytime I say that, like at the store, there's some of the associates that are like, what, we're not your friends? And it's like, look, you guys don't get it. Yeah, you don't really get what a friend is. Like, no, that shit gets bandied about so often. It's like, dude, you don't get, there's so many people I talk to. If they said I was their friend, I would look at them like they were fucking speaking Farsi. Yeah. Here's the thing. If, um, if I wasn't here nothing would change. I mean, there's nothing, there's really, it's just a work acquaintance. There's a difference between, people don't get, like, you can like someone all up and down, but that just doesn't change the fact that if it wasn't for work, probably never would talk to them. Like, it's it's one of those things, like, it's, and yeah, sure, work acquaintances can actually be friends. Yeah. The only friends I have out here I got from work. Well, you know, and even with with my somewhat limited social circle here, sure, it's people I've worked with, you know, but really those that I would truly consider friends, like truly, you know, no bullshit, um, no thinly veil kind of thing. There's only like maybe four, maybe five people, you know. There's, <laughs> I heard that, Bob. No, uh, I hit my hand. I hit I know, my I hand. I know, I heard it. I'm petting Oliver. <laughs> or I'm petting but, Pip, and I kind of like back my hand up and I smack the table. But, uh, but you know, even like that, you know what? I, it sucks, Mike, but I kind of got lucky, dude. Because whenever I moved out here, I was out here for maybe oh, you two got weeks so whenever I got promoted. Lucky, you piece of shit. Well, no, it, it, dude, it was, it was literally, I don't know if. Uh, I don't want to use either one because I sound kind of pretentious, but it was very fortuitous. No, it, it really was, was because Jake, I was out here for four months before I got a minimum wage job. You were out here two weeks. You were and a I manager. got promoted. Yeah, fucking. And you duck. know what? And I think that I would probably feel different if I was still at Riverdale and being a manager. I think you know things might be a little. I'd be less cynical, you know, because Farmington um, is hell. Yeah. Um. But, you know, of course, Jesus is one of those people that I would consider a friend, straight up. Um, oh, Tabba, do you really want to love me? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh. Um, but, uh... And yes, and we you know do what? that every time someone says straight up. And, if I don't say it, now, I'm thinking it. <laughs> and now, you know what? I've hit a, a point of cynicism. You know, that's, that, that's another good thing about this podcast is it's an outlet for me, for sure. You know? Um... And so, you know what? I, I don't like the way things are going um, business-wise. Sure, you know, I've got absolutely no complaints with my marriage. Hell no, how could I ever complain about this? you got a pretty cool wife and a badass dog. 
Yeah, and so and you it have has nothing at to least do... something to hang out with. And yes, yeah. I realized I wasn't discussing myself as a person there. That <laughs> that was depressing. But yeah, but, but really, if you get my your big... professional life on point, or even slightly on point, which is what you're trying to do with the military stuff. Yep, you'll yeah, officially and be gonna... happy. Yeah, it's just going to be Naval Reserves, and it's not even that. Sure, I know whenever I come back, I might have to go back to Old Navy. That's fine, but at least I'll get, You'll like, a six-month to one-year break from it, you know? Yeah, and you but, also still have that bit of an out. There is a yeah. chance. There's a light at the tunnel, and that, in this horrible 30-minute fucking talk we had trying to answer one simple question, <laughs> which, dear God, but, I'm probably going to But it's not a simple question. No, don't parse it down because it's not a simple question, dude. There's so many people that we know that deal with this shit, especially those back in Kentucky, dude, because that's what it is. It's, you know, part of me would love to go back, but the at the only... same time, you know what? It's the cost of living there that I like because hell far what you can get out there for 200 grand and what you get out here for 200 grand is yeah. way different. But but it's a hole. Like even in Lexington, it's still got a little bit of that It's a pretty hole, but it's a hole. Right. You do they do just enough to keep you there. You're still a frog in the bottom of a well. Yeah. Looking up and just seeing the sun the sunshine you'll never feel. Yeah. The sky because you'll eventually never touch. eventually you'll get one of those years where it rains a bunch and then you'll be that much closer to the top of the well, but you'll never get to the top of nope. the well. And on my you know the only reason I would ever move back to Kentucky is if my shirt shit actually took off, which I know it never will, but if it ever did, if I could have an entire setup to where everything's done online, okay? Online is a flat pay, a flat rate, all right? So it doesn't matter where someone is from or where you are from. It's all flat rate. I would go to some place that has a really low rate of living or cost of living. I'd probably move back to Kentucky if it was all done online. Yeah. That would make see, life simple. But, but see, for the military, living here is actually going to help because... You know, like, it's let's a- say I, I, you know, I finish up and let's say I go through officer school and then we get, um, we get put on, on a base. I don't know. Let's, let's just say just because it's nearby and I can think of it, let's say San Diego, right? So my basic housing allowance will be what the average cost of living is here for one month oh, really? than what it would be in Kentucky, which I know back in like 07, it was something like a $400 difference. Like there, it was like $400 more here than what it was in Kentucky. Damn. And so if you live off of a base, you get that basic housing allowance. If you live on base, of course you don't. But, you know, if it's the type of thing to where if we done something like that, then yeah, boom, you get that money. That's pretty much your, to pay for rent. That's, that's money you get to pay for rent. Nice. So, you know, it's one of those things. Sure, you know what? There's a part of me that's kind of that's kind of terrified of the big change, but you know what, dude? There's such when, a light possibly the at last, the end of this okay, tunnel, think about man. This. The last time you picked everything up and moved away, everything turned out okay. Yeah. Granted, you okay, I will I will I will play that I had a well. lot no, of no, help no, no, along I'm the way. Play the devil as well. <laughs> Every other time you picked up and moved away, all of which had to deal with military shit, bad. But that was also, you know, that was also the relationship that I was in. It wasn't yeah. so much, yeah. Okay, now let's let's try. Anyway, to let's cheer like, up a little bit. Yeah, but Mike, we uh, love you, bro. Stay strong. Yeah, find some way in hell. If 
if the pickup move away requires a big ass loan, shit, big ass loan can be got. Okay, if you That's have to true. put yourself into a bit of a hole, to you have to dig a secondary hole to get out of the first hole. Oh well, you're no longer in that first hole. <laughs> yeah, cause mom is the one that helped me. You know, she helped me do a down payment on that Explorer. She was the co-signer on the Explorer. And let us also she... not forget who paid for your divorce. Yeah, that was you. We put it on your credit card, and I paid you back. Oh, uh, that was. But you know, that was like three hundred, three hundred. Oh no, bucks. Jake. Uh, you know the sad thing is because that's that like the best three hundred fifty dollars you ever spent. dollars by the time it got paid off because oh, really? I had a oh, shitty, interest. shitty credit card. Um, but you know what? And that's the thing is like you know, mom helped me get gas. You know, help. Yeah. No, I think I covered most of the gas. I don't think I really needed too much help with gas getting out here. Uh, quite a few. Uh, that that no, nah, she sent you out some money uh, because okay, I just got she, paid. I couldn't remember. Uh, I, so I, I had her do that. Bob, you know what happened last time? You said I just got paid, right? Oh God! Apologies <laughs> to Jimi Hendrix. You stupid fuck. <laughs> but anyway, you know what? It is. It's one of those things that, as as terrifying as change can be, especially a big change. Dude, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Every every one of us hits those points to where it's either shit or get off the pot. You know? Yeah, you eventually, yeah. If if you're at honestly, the the final answer I'm giving, the final summation, okay, of this whole thing of my side of it, if you hate your per, your professional life but like your personal life, find some solace in that until you can get out because that keeps your entire situation from getting toxic as fuck because hating your your job can just wreck everything cuz that's going to make it's a yep. self-fulfilling prophecy you hate your job so you start being a little worse at it you start hating your uh, which makes you hate your job cuz you're worse at it which makes you get worse which makes you hate it which may, it can it can be really bad if you don't like your like so many people don't like their jobs find some way to offset it until you can change your situation until you can fully get that shit changed find a way to offset it all right love your personal life find the joys of mescaline i don't know do what you gotta do (laughs) (laughs) all right jake that's gonna be so basically you're telling him just to go all hunter s thompson and just you know hey drink yourself into a corner do you whatever you gotta do to do you you do you all right do we need to put a disclaimer at the beginning of this show now? <laughs> if we're going to start doing advice, holy shit, that was bad advice. No, it wasn't. Do mescaline, dude. yes. <laughs> dude, hey, mezcal, to each their own, dude. Uh-huh. I still never tried mezcal. I'm kind of sad about that. Anyway, but... <laughs> I'm not even doing it. Mezcal is not mescaline. mescaline, Jake. Yeah, it is. No. It's just a condensed, or the, the name shortened down. Mezcal's a drink. It's distilled alcohol, you jag. I knew it was. Ah, uh, well. You know what? Even the Mona Lisa's falling apart. Uh, next question! <laughs> okay, we're doing my... Oh, the embarrassment. Okay, I'll ask this one. I'll ask this yeah, one. Yeah, go okay. for it. Yeah, ask this one. We won't, We can pocket that other one that I had sent to you. And then I actually found two Klosterman ones, so... Because I have... Okay, one of them's just odd, but that kid's just an idiot. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jake, one of the ones one of the ones that Jake sent was from LA Euphoria. The question was, what is the most embarrassing drunk text dial you or someone has ever made? 
Now this one, along with a lot of things, I have no purview on, but not because I'm a social cripple. <laughs> this one is because I handle my booze decently. Anytime I'm drunk, it's usually the with the people I'd probably be texting anyway, so I just say the dumb thing and we have a good time. I've never been in that situation where I got a stupid drunk texter dial. You know the once drunk t- uh, dial I ever got was when mom was in Wendover and she felt like calling to say Happy New Year. And she was ripped. <laughs> oh my God. I think she said she threw up right when she hung up. It was, uh But okay, what's you? Because I know you probably have more with what the house that Jaeger built that you lived in. <laughs> actually, I'm glad you brought that up because th- my story is actually from our time at the House of Debauchery, um, which is what we so lovingly christened that house. Um, all right. So debauchery this, or debauchery? Debauchery. Do oh, dude, botchery. Okay. No, just do botchery. Just straight up debauchery. Do, you mean Jake? What? I want you to write that or, into Google. Right? Do botchery. Damn it, Bob. Do it now. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Uh, do botchery. No, it's debauchery, not do botchery. Yeah. Debauchery. Yeah, debauchery, excessive indulgence yes, and sensual but you're pleasures. Do. Oh, whatever. Dude. Debauchery. It's Shut Usa. up, Bob. It's debauchery. Nah, it's debauchery. Hey, anyway. Hey, deba- you can't be debaucherous unless you're active. So if you're gonna do it, <laughs> do it. So it's do de- hyphen botchery. <laughs> okay, so the house of debauchery, Bob. Um <sighs> Okay, so this is whenever I learned you really, 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 really shouldn't date um, someone that you're friends with, whether it whether you're a female and you date a dude that you've been really good friends with or vice versa. Granted, mine was vice versa. So the best female friend I, I had had, okay, um, we ended up dating like the end of 2000, beginning of 2005, right? Oh, dude, okay, so... This is this is going to be kind of a story, so get ready. Joy, okay. Let's <laughs> hey, go. this is what you get for going off on all those damn Dune rants, Bob. Those um, are ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, um, so we uh, I had driven out. She was attending Western Kentucky University, right? So I had to work at Walmart um, the night. So it was February thirteenth. Yeah. Yeah, so it was Sunday, day before th- uh, Thanksgiving. Shit, why do I keep saying Thanksgiving for holidays? Anyway, so Valentine's, all right? Um, because I was going to drive out there and we were going to spend Valentine's because I was always off on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So I didn't leave Walmart till like eleven forty-five, something like that, and uh, started to make that long hundred and forty-mile trek to Bowling Green. And uh, dude, that's whenever I almost wrecked the focus. <laughs> So, because you weren't rained. focusing, <laughs> no, kind of. Um, so it had rained that night, Jake. It's okay. I what I know, no, the no, story. no, I know the story of it. Oh, okay, of like well, hydroplaning. So, yeah, yeah, just hydroplane. keep on going with okay. the main thing. So, anyway, so, um, I get there, you know, hang out, whatever. Um, the next day, so Valentine's Day was on that Monday, she gets a phone call at like nine, ten o'clock in the morning, okay. Um, 
And uh, it's from a dude she said that she just went out on like three dates with, right? And so this dude was calling her. And so her her roommate was kept trying to tell her, oh, don't answer that. You know, I was trying to fix their couch because there was something wrong with one of the legs on their couch. And uh, so she walks off. She walks out of the house and talks to this dude for like 15 minutes, okay? And, uh, you know, she comes back in. You know, even after her roommate was like, oh, you should let one of us talk. You know, let Jake answer your phone, that sort of thing. Um, and they're just like, dude, why did you why did you leave the room? I wasn't even the one bringing this stuff up. It was her roommates, right? I just mentioned something casually. I was like, that's all right. I already found out where he works at. Looked at, it, looked at her roommate and kind of winked like, man, I'm so full of shit, right? And, uh, dude, she got pissed about that. She was pissed all day long. So all through Valentine's Day, she was all sorts of pissed because I said that I knew where he worked. And whenever she asked where it was, I told her that I wasn't going to give away my information so that she didn't give him a heads up. <laughs> right? Because oh that's what dudes do, um, especially at like the age of 23. So um, go out to dinner that night. I drive back Tuesday morning to go to work. So I drive straight from Bowling Green and head straight to work at Walmart get done with with work and she calls me and you know she's in a better mood they're all out at the b-dubs and you know been drinking and having fun and whatever and uh i was like cool well you know if you want i can drive back out i don't mind you know and she's like no nah, you know it's okay you just stay stay home and i'll just talk to you later cool uh so that night whenever she was inebriated she asked me why you know why it was that i had said that about the guy i was like dude i was just bullshitting i don't know where he works and i really don't care i just thought it was kind of crap that you know you would take that phone call and obviously i'm not the only one because your roommates were also saying how jacked up that is and so dude she got all like defensive and bristled and everything else about it and so we got into this big huge argument and eventually, you know, that night ended with us breaking up because, you know, she called me back at like, it was like six o'clock in the morning, our time, and Bowling Green is an hour behind, right? <laughs> and so, and Big Brian was over, so we pretty much all night, I just drank Jim Beam and Jägermeister and just kind of got hammered, uh, hence the going to bed at nine or six o'clock in the morning. Um, and of course, you know, it was filled with a whole bunch of like, you know, going the different gamuts of fuck this to, Oh, what's this happening? You know, cause as drunks do. Um, <laughs> so, uh, as I'm talking to her on the phone, I was like, Hey, I tried to call you and you know, you wasn't calling back or texting back or anything. She's like, well, whenever I got mad and hung up on you, I threw my phone across the room and I was like, okay, understandable. That happens. And, uh, She's like, about 15 minutes later, one of my guy friends called me and asked if I wanted to come watch a movie because a bunch of our friends were all there, you know, a bunch of people were there getting together. So I said, sure. And I was like, so what? You just didn't answer your phone? She's like, no, I forgot it. And I was like, okay, so you're telling me that as a 22-year-old girl, you, after hanging up on me, okay, throwing your phone across the room, answering the phone 15 minutes later, and you forgot your phone. I ain't buying it. You know, it's like, dude, just, I, I was like, look, I'm not even mad that you went and hung out. Whatever, dude, just be honest. Just say, I left my phone at home because we both know you didn't because no, no 22 year old girl forgets her cell phone. And this was in 2005 and it's even worse now. So, uh, so we had this kind of constant back and forth and then that's, that's whenever it was pretty much Dunsville, right? Mm -hmm. So it was, it was maybe... It was maybe within the first two weeks after that had happened. Um, 
this is going to be a shock, but I was drinking and <laughs> was over. We were over at Daniel's girlfriend, now wife, Regina. We were at her house and she had that old school, that old ass Walmart dial up uh, internet service, right? Mm-hmm. So one night in a, in a drunken rage, I decided I wanted to shoot her an email. It wasn't a text. It wasn't a phone call. It was a drunk email, okay? And I'd done this because I attached the video of a song to the email, okay? And the song was called, uh, Fuck It, I Don't Want You Back by Eamon, which is basically where in the song he's talking about that, you know, that his girl, like, went out and blew this dude and all this other stuff, right? So I email her this song, and she, uh, she eventually emails back. I can't remember how long, you know how long it took before she emailed me back. And she basically said that it was the most immature thing anyone has ever said or done to her. And that, uh, she would be okay if we never spoke again, all because I had sent a drunk email. So, yeah, so that was the, the worst, uh, drunk. Anything I ever done was sending that, that video, which that song I haven't heard in forever, but if I ever hear it, I just kind of laugh at myself. Cause I'm like, Oh, First of all, I thought it was kind of genius to, you know, email a music video in 2005 because that shit took forever. Yes, like it, it took did. It took like an hour and a half to send the email, basically. You had to legitimately want that to occur. <laughs> exactly. That's dude, that's how like pissed and frustrated I was. I was like cuz they just brought it up they're like, "Hey, have you ever heard this song and played it?" and I was like, "Oh, yeah, I'm sending that to her." Bam. Okay. Yeah. It was terrible. Hit us with one closer in, Jake, because I nearly fell asleep. <laughs> now you know how I feel anytime you talk about Dune. Um, yeah, yeah, but here's the fun thing. Um, when I talk about Dune, there's about at least ten people out there that are going to be like, fuck yeah, Dune! It's like, here's a story about this chick I met for a bit, and then it went bad, and then... And then but see... I didn't meet her for a bit. I had known her at that point. I'd known her for about five years or so. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. And she was a super good friend, dude, before that. Um, Okay, so here's... Let's see how quickly this one goes through, and then we'll see if we'll do the other Closterman one. There's only... With us, there's only one time you can guarantee it being quick. (laughs) (laughs) All right, hit me, B. All right, so... You are placed in the unenviable position of having to compete to... Okay, let's try this again. You are placed in the unenviable position of having to compete for the right to stay alive. You will be matched against a person of your own gender in a series of five events. An 800-meter run, a game of Scrabble, a three-round boxing match, a debate over the legalization of of late-term abortion scored and officiated by reputable collegiate judges, and the math portion of the SAT. In order to survive, you must at least you must win at least three of these events. Your opponent will be playing for his or her life as well. However, you kind of get to pick your opponent. You can either A, compete against a person selected at random, or B, compete against someone who is exactly like you. If selected at random, the individual could be of any age or skill level. He or she might be an infant with Down syndrome, but this person might also be an academic All-American linebacker from Notre Dame. If you pick the average human, he or she will be precisely your age and will have an identical level of education. 
The person will be a perfect cross-section of your particular demographic. He or she will be of average of average height and of average weight with a standard IQ and the most normative life experience imaginable. So, whom do you select? Okay. Or, okay. or perhaps more accurately, do you feel that you are better than an average version of yourself? Oh, okay. I thought when you said it was a cross-section, I thought it'd be sort of like, they are your polar opposite. No. It would basically be someone that, as, as close to being a clone to you as possible. But more baseline. Uh, yes, I could. Okay, so what were the what were the the fields again? Okay, so an eight hundred meter run, Fuck so that. half a mile. Um, a game of Scrabble, a three round boxing match, a debate over the legalization of late term abortion, scored and officiated yeah, by yeah, reputable yeah, yeah. collegiate judges, and the math portion of the SAT. And now how many do I have to win? Three, at least three of the events. Fuck. There's five yeah. events. There is one, two, three, four, yeah, five. Fuck. So you must win three of the five. Fuck. I'm hinging. <laughs> all, I am. I am hinging my entire. Okay, Jake. When I took the SATs. No, you took ACTs, the ACTs. ACTs. I'm yeah. sorry. When I took those, I failed horribly because I had the thing to Buffy running through my head the entire time. <laughs> okay. Of course you did, Bob. I failed so bad. And you know the worst part is? This was when I had a 3.5 GPA, was smoked out almost every day, and was only in class 30% of the time because I was in the art room mixing clay. That's true. And I still held a 3.5. And yet, I failed the ACT so bad because the theme from Buffy was in my head. So I was hinging this entire thing on the debate because you know what? I could best an average version of myself. You know why? I would take the legalization for abortion, and i choose against it. That means a regular person, okay? Me, but not as fucked in the head, <laughs> would have to try to say why late-term abortion should be legal. Yeah, see, so that you would, would win. Yeah, you would, be able, you would be able to debate why it should be legal. Oh, I would, yes, but yep. I would easily. That's why I would pick against it, because it's easy to go against it. He would have to, the the regular version of me that doesn't have the weird shit in my head would have to find a way to back legalized late-term abortion, and he would lose for that, because they don't have that weird little thing I got in my head that can make me believe, or that can make me back a subject even if I don't believe it. So they would fail. That'd be one win. But the okay. problem is everything else I'd be fucked in. So that's why I would I would want a random person. I would completely rather randomize go, just to completely. Have a chance. Yeah. Well, not just that, but you know what? Because if it's for my life, if I've got to run a half mile, which is two laps around a track as fast as possible, I'll do it, dude. Because it's like, look, I kind of enjoy living. So Are you side by side when you start. I don't know. I hope so, because I just um, try to kick him in the fucking kneecap and then go. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, this is for my life, son. No holds barred. I am very confident in my Scrabble skills. I am um, not confident in my luck. Uh, the three-round boxing match, I don't think... I don't know. I've never actually had it, but I doubt I would have the stamina to be able to go through a three-round boxing match. But so, if you knock him out in round one... So I'm okay if I'm I'm mean, I'm backing the average me. So yeah, I'd probably be okay on that because average me wouldn't also have the rage. But see, that's the thing is that the the three round boxing match 
it's going to, for me, it would end one of two ways. Either I would get knocked out or they would get knocked out. There's not going to be, oh, hey, it would go all three rounds and there would be a decision. No, yeah. one of us is going to get knocked out in like the first round, round and a half. You know that's, what? That's all okay. there would be to it. I would play it like we used to play that boxing game on PlayStation. Yep. I would punch Lean him in the back. nuts, punch <laughs> oh. him in the nuts, get a reduction of three points, and then uppercut him into oblivion. Yep. You take that point hit, and then you fucking obliterate him. That's true. Because this is for my life, goddammit. <laughs> and the um, last one... <sighs> the, the debate over legalization of late-term abortion, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. If it's a... If it's an honest-to-God debate and not just a screaming match, I would win it. Um, you see, I'd have to go the average of me to win it because I have no idea what my opponent would be like. I know what I'm like, and I know my faults, and average of me would have the same faults but more marginalized. Uh, I would just I would be wrecked in the SAT. I just I I would fail that oh my so God. bad. So like with the um with the Azvab, um. So, uh, did I tell you what my scores were? Yeah. Okay. Um, and, you know, I done okay. It's usually like the um, the arithmetic reasoning. I'm better at that than the math knowledge, which are basically word problems. I'm okay with word problems. Like, you know, like this sister is three quarters of the age of this sister and this sister yeah, is. Yeah. yeah. And so those I can do. But, yeah, don't get me started on some algebra, B. Um, but, no, I would totally go random. Because huh, I know, I know, I, as egotistical as it sounds, I know what I can be capable of. And even an average version of me, I would not want to go up against. So Yeah, and I find it, I find it hilarious that, again, these questions are like, do you really know yourself? It's, it's supposed to be there to, you know, are you that egotistical to think you could beat yourself? It's like, yeah, but not because I'm great. It's because... I know my flaws, and he would have all of them. And I know how to manipulate somebody with my flaws. Okay, <laughs> with that, with that, we're going to have to wrap it up. That's funny. I'm going to give you a little behind the scenes here. We just did at least 30, 40 minutes of brackets. So we're going to break it up, and the bracket episode is going to be its own thing. May release it later in the week. May release it as its own full episode next week. I don't know. But yeah. Because we're almost at two hours on my We are recording. long. We are long. This ran long. And we are strong. And we are down to get the friction on. Yeah. So, ladies. Jake. Ladies. Jake. If you want to roll my Mercedes. No. Then <laughs> turn your... around. Stick it out. And even white boys got to shout. <laughs> you really oh, want to make this even longer? Yep. <laughs> okay. So... Because I, I have not revel in your my torture. hands are starting to shake. I need to get some food. Yeah, <laughs> you probably should. But I, oh, I may just wait a couple more hours so that way it's extra weight that I don't have when I weigh in. <laughs> I am honestly a there little worried because of how the bad, like, I've eaten way too much sodium-heavy shit. But I'm you need to worried. have something, dude. I know. If you're starting to shake, you need to have something. All right, so. Hey, this is our first time doing two hours, dude. No, we did one. Uh, we did another one that I was able to parse down to 48, 148. Oh, yeah, that's right, huh? All right, so that concludes our big advice episode where G where Jake took the wheel and it lasted forever and he rambled more than I did. Go, Jake. Uh, yeah. I don't know, Bob. 
Dude. Oh, yes, you did. I fell asleep. I doubt you could have been as glassy-eyed as what I was every time you bring it. Like, Would no you joke? stop harping on Dune like that, but, you fucker? Dude, here's the thing. You've mentioned it so many times now that whenever you say Dune, my body automatically yawns. Like, that's just the automatic reaction is I have a yawn that Dune. pops up. <laughs> Dune. Dune. Yep, Dune. <laughs> Okay, I'm le- I'm uh, stopping. I'm stopping. All right, go get all something right. to eat, Bob. All right, so tell them where gonna... they can find us. All right, you can find us here. Or do you want me to do that? Oh no, I'll hit up. You can find us at uh, Twitter at ABQ Podcast. Capital A, capital B, capital Q. Capital A, capital B, capital Q. Capital B, capital Q. I love it, Jake. I love it. <laughs> all right. Email is brothersquarrel at gmail.com. Catch us at uh, Stitcher, Podbean, Podbay iTunes. Rate, review. Rate, review, subscribe, do all that shit for the love of all those holy, because I know some of you listen, motherfuckers. I know you listen. Listen to us. All right? You listen to us, now listen to us. Just subscribe. Come on. Come on. It's going to be so hard not to do that every time. (laughs) But yeah. Nothing wrong with that. At the very least, let let us know. Like suggestions, talking points, anything. Because... We like we like having things to discuss that we don't have to think about. Because Bob would do anything for love, but he won't do that. You know, that was forced. That was no. bad. That was bad. <laughs> you should feel bad about that. You should feel worse I, about that than you did about the baby got back one. I feel bad about neither. Thank you very much. That's because you are a sociopath. Okay. <laughs> uh, this may not be incorrect. <laughs> it's that may be true. Great. May be true. All right. Is that all of our places? Is that all of our places? I believe it's all of our places. Hey, but our um, Facebook page has had two new views, even though it doesn't show who views it, but it's had two new views over the past week. Okay, so yeah, apparently... Maybe I need to get back after that. I keep forgetting it exists. Yep. All right, so we're currently trying to still work on the site. It's just we're both busy as hell. and Yup. Well, we're also just ADD a bit. A little. Yeah, we'll just say, you know what? I'd rather lay around and watch TV. And then we'll do just that. And then, oh shit. And then once I uh, once I know more about like going to maps and stuff, I'll have a better time frame and I'll know what all I need to get done. Okay, yeah. So and help with get that, the site done and everything like that. So And we'll work on that later. Don't worry about it. Uh, so, with that, we're going to let you guys go now. For the love of God, you've been with us a little too long. You probably need to go pee. Go pee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so until until we meet again, we here at Brothers Corps would like to remind you that no one ever truly wins an argument. Not with that attitude, they don't. <laughs>